millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good evening, CC, and welcome all to our weekly podcast, Terry Curran's The Curran View, with your Deville for Mr. Terry Curran. And if you're listening to the free first half on either Acast or Spotify, you can follow the links on our socials and access the full podcast via either Apple or become a patron, all the w's.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Current View, on Facebook, The Current View, or join our group, which has over 3,200 members. Now, thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Steady away, TC. Well, I feel a little bit better. I've been bad for two days. When I said bad, I get these uh, vertigo. Uh, it makes the room spin round. I have to lay down for hours on end. I've got them for about last three or four years, maybe five years. Yeah. Um, but I feel a bit better today. It makes you feel a bit dizzy, and uh, you know now how the defenders felt back in the 70s and the 80s when you played against them, and you run them dizzy as well, too. So, yeah, but... but I used to make myself dizzy by sending them, throwing them <laughs> one way and going the other way. My head used to shake. <laughs> <laughs> but good that you, you're back on form, TC. Lots of players and teams were on form the weekend. What magic moments have you looked at and are you giving us this week on the podcast? I think we have to stop it, really do, because know, there's that terrible. many from all divisions. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't do this last night. It's Wednesday night now we're doing this uh, podcast. Um, and we're lucky because I have seen highlights. I didn't see the game of uh, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, but I'm going for that absolutely uh, brilliant, brilliant initiative to, uh, of uh, Neymar just to lobby. I did that myself in a game, lobbed it over a couple of defenders and then followed it in the back of the net. But I do feel embarrassed keep picking, you know, uh, the elite team because there's, there's that many good goals in the lower level yeah. of football now. Yeah, and it's great favourite, you know. But we're always, like you said, we're looking for the great the greatness of it all. Uh, and that was great initiative that for him to, 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 to flick it up like that and Mbappe finish it off like he did. Hey. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I did see. I have put it down on one of my magic moments. So I looked at it and I just went, wow. <laughs> I mean, the audacity. I thought to you when you saw it. I thought, that's a Gabby's magic moment. There. But it is. And how difficult as a player, too, is it to do that? Because they made that look so easy. It was always a training ground. The difficult, uh, the difficult choose how good you are. The difficult part is the volley. Yeah. Because you've got to let the volley drop. and. Once the volley's coming below your knee, then you'll catch it right if you don't. Now, the other bit is not hard. Because I used to do things like that in training. Yeah. Get it? I mean, Jack used to go ballistic. You know, why do you keep doing it? But we used to get goals off it. Yeah. But if you get your, if you, if you get your body in line with the ball, which he did do, if you look at it, he's got his body in line with the ball, the ball's stopped, and he's got his foot, his toe end right under it, and he's lifted it right over. Mm. 
So it's not as difficult as what you think it is for those type of players. It isn't. The difficult part is the volleying part and everything. I mean, there were magic moments, not only in that game. I've seen your magic moments on what you put up. You know, how do you pick them? It's not fair, really, is it? It isn't, but things like that... We have, to, we have to do it. We would do, and things like that just are magical moments. And that's why we watch football, to look at things like what Neymar and Mbappe done on a football pitch. I also love the way that Trossard got that penalty, the way that he'd done his defender, and he, that little bit of trickery on the byline that took him by, he got the penalty. I think he's a tremendous football player. And um, also, I've got to mention in that same game... McAllister's goal that was disallowed wow. was unbelievable. And and, and it, if I was drawing the lines there as a lines, well, the VAR referee, what they call, I'd move Gabby. that line to get that goal still what rolled is, in. Gabby, what is the game all about? It's about goals and why disallow goals, that? Entertainment, uh, magic moments, you know, uh, brilliance, brilliance in a game. Yeah. Why are we? I know we've got to get big decisions right, but we're talking about fractions here, yep. right? And we're seeing spectacular goals um, being disallowed. Now, people are saying, well, we've had more goals uh, given because of that. Uh, no, we still had plenty not given for fractions, complete fractions. And it should always be in the advantage, you know, of goals, because that's what the fans want to see. I'd like to see change back to if there's a part or fresh air, because they used to say if there's fresh air, if you can't see fresh air, you're onside, or have it where if any part of your body is onside, you're onside. It needs to be changed because we watch games of football, you're absolutely spot on to, to, to watch moments of brilliance, and as a footballer as well, you practice all week, you practice since you're a kid. He ain't going to hit a ball any better than that if he plays till he's, a, he's an octogenarian. It was exactly. fabulous. So if I was moved, if I was doing them lines, I would have moved them lines back so that no, goal no, stood. I, I wouldn't want you to get into trouble because this is the problem, Gabby. Yeah. It's not that, it's not, it's, it's fraction things and we have to, so look, if it's, a, if it's, if it's in the forward by a, an air, yeah. We, I mean, when we look at these fractions on telly, that's what they are. Yeah. It's like a piece of air, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. We should let that... That's what the people want to see. Yeah. Goals, right? We want to see end results, right? Now, the problem... Once you start doing that, Gabby, then you are a cheat. Now, yeah. I, I'm going to come down this line. You know, referees have to be made accountable. And I'm not saying all of them. They have to be made accountable because... Are you telling me that some referees can't be bought or some of these uh, VRA uh, referees can't be bought? A German referee 10 years ago got bought off. Yeah, he did, yeah. Mm. Right? So, and I know it's only one, but that's all we need, one, to cause a major upset. Mm. You know, we had we had uh, Derby and we had Leeds United robbed. Um, we had... Liverpool's getting beat, by the way. Oh, we had County and um, Leeds United robbed in the European Cup. And yeah, we, we know did. now it was proven that referees uh, give decisions the other way. Mm. And look, choose who it is, whether it's you, I, 
or, or any referee, they've got to be made accountable. Yeah. Never mind they make a, uh, everybody makes a, uh, a mistake. I get that. A mistake, we will all we will all turn around and say, look, that's a that's a genuine mistake. Mm. I tell you about the goal against Aston Villa with Sheffield United. Right? One of the most stupidest things, you know, same with Huddersfield the other night. Yeah, absolutely. And what did I tell you about this VAR? Mm. It's not VAR. VAR's not the problem. Never has been. These people in there, how can people give to, you know, I can understand the referee in a, one referee giving a decision compared to another referee on yeah. a football because it's done in a split, split mm. second. But how can people, different people give different decisions on a recording what they've seen 10, 20 times? But you Viva. see, again, the thing is with VAR and, and where it gets me is that I know they're looking for the offside and there's a clear line, so it's either off or it isn't off. I, I get that. And the split airs. And I just wish that they'd change it so these goals are ruled in as goals and not ruled out as disallowed goals. But, you know, when you're looking at the referees, and I just don't think that we've ever had a situation where our referees are so poor because some of these decisions are obvious decisions. And for me, if you've got to look at something twice, three times or more, it isn't clear or obvious. So if you've got to look at something twice, you give the goal. Don't take this the wrong way. Don't get down the wolf way. I'm not going to blame the referees because referees refereeing in a game yeah. is listening for a decision from the VAR people. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. He's got to be... He, the, the one thing I would say about the referee, he's got to be strong and say, no, I'm giving that goal. Absolutely. Right? I think Anthony eyes, Taylor did that. Goal. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then he has to take the consequences. If it's a... Not, not a, a mistake, but if it's something what... Why is he given that? That type of thing. Mm -hmm. When we are, you know, questioning. Yeah. Because he, they're, taking the ref, they're taking the referee's decision away from them. Of course they are. But some of the referees are making that bad judgment calls on the field of play that they're looking at something that's clearly obvious and they're missing it. So I get why VAR is there. But if it isn't clear and it isn't you obvious, it. you exactly. And that's my point. So with... The West Ham goal, for instance, against Chelsea, with the Newcastle goal that was disallowed um, the, the weekend. It's this weekend. Absolutely. But VAR should not have got involved because they wasn't clear and obvious. Well, what is, this is what they said. So, the referee, referee has always made mistakes. Of course they have. So, he, he gives a goal. He gives a goal as he's given the goal. Fine. Always. Oh, they've always made mistakes. Yep. Yeah. You know, humans make mistakes. I mean, a man or a woman or a child hasn't made a mistake. Absolutely. But he's not been able to referee the game. I'm, listen, they've got an earpiece, right? And you make that decision, that's a foul. Then the VAR people say, come and have a look at it. Mm -hmm. And then when they go over to it, they've seen it 20 times. Like you just said. It ain't clear enough. Three, four, five times. Yeah. So, if you're refereeing the game and I'm in the VAR studio, you're refereeing it, and I've gone, Tell you, I think you've missed that. I've looked at it three times. For me, yeah, that looks, you know, go and have a look at it. So, you have a look at it, you go, You're talking out your backside. That was never one on the referee. Yeah, I'm overrunning yeah, you. It wouldn't make any difference hmm. if it was an ex player, right, 
in there because if they're saying ex players, yeah, if that ex player is doing the same, making the same decisions as that ex referee in there, yeah, yeah. it's wrong, mm -hmm. right? Anybody can see that, barring a blind man, yeah. as the only blind man can see that that's cannot see that decision, mm -hmm. but anybody else, how they can look and say that's a foul or that's not a goal mm. or that's not a foul when there's something radically wrong absolutely and again i go back to the original if we you need to look at it two or three times it isn't clear and obvious so you don't get involved we have spent more time talking about that than i know we're moving the game itself and that's what's happening gabby absolutely that is what's happening absolutely it's happening with it. i mean the people watch on the tv majority of them, i tell them to the face me i won't go behind the back yeah you know, and I'm not against them as people because they want money. The more money they get, the more money they want. Mm. I would, I would go on the TV and then tell me what I've got to say, what I haven't got to say. Yeah. A lot of it's wokeness, and you know, you look at them when they're talking, you think, oh, they think they're talking to mm. idiots or little kids. Yeah, they, they think that they were always fine because they played in the Premier League. Let me tell you, majority of the time they're wrong. They're on a machine, and that they're that good. They're that good, and I've always tried to stick up for players. They're that good. Every time they go into management, they, they fail at it. Absolutely, too. So, um, moving on to another magic moment of mine: Ivan Tony's uh, hat trick the weekend. Sublime. He, he, he's, but Brentford, to be honest, are looking brilliant, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Again, Thomas Frank, great manager. He's done a fantastic job there at Brentford. And Ivan Tony looks every inch an international football player. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if he wasn't called up in the next squad. He looks as though he's absolutely got everything. Unfortunately, he's not in an Arsenal team, a Liverpool team, a Chelsea team, or a Manchester United team. He's playing for Should that Brentford. make any difference, though, Gabby? It shouldn't, no, but it does, doesn't it? That, tells, we... me, that yeah. tells me yeah, certain, managers that. Are, certain managers are cowards. Yeah, absolutely. We know that. If you're playing for a big team, you are going to get the call, rather, if you're going to a smaller time. A strong word I've used, but you know, I I never feared fear. Because yeah. who I was playing against. Absolutely. I'm not that's not being begetted. You know, Liverpool were brilliant. But I don't give a shit about Liverpool. After the game, brilliant Dalwish, yeah. brilliant Sooners, brilliant Thomas, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic one everything. Mm. But before the game, do me a favour. Absolutely. Hundred percent you've got to believe that you're gonna beat that team. Uh, whoever it is, and if you don't, then don't put your kit on and don't uh, put your boots on and get involved. Because if you haven't got the belief, you ain't going to do nothing. Ivan Tony looks absolutely fabulous. I did watch England's ladies, the the women. I watched the goals last night. I saw the scoreline because I was watching Man City and it was 10-0 and I thought, oh my God. But I, I watched the goals and I tell you what, they play some fabulous one-touch football. And in particular, that little girl that I've mentioned before, Ella Toon, she was on fire. The kid has got an amazing amount of ability. And um, just before my magic moment, I just want to talk about the record transfer today that's just gone through. Another female, English female player that we identified during the recent Euros. Gone from Manchester City to Barcelona, Kira Walsh. The kid has got absolutely everything. And I caught up with Where? Alan. Sorry, mate. This is Gabby. I, I, I get it. I get it. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Two things on this. Yeah. The women's football, I didn't see any of it. <clears throat> but I tell you, the one and two touch football they play. Yes. Who's the manager of England? The uh, Norwegian bird. No, she's Dutch. Sorry, yes, she's Dutch. <laughs> Serena. Yeah. Right. What do the What do the Dutch play? Exactly. One two touch football. Total don't football. They? Absolutely. Do they look a different team to to Gary Neville's team? Oh, hundred percent. Right. Not, not Gary Neville. Phil Neville. Phil Neville. Yeah. Hi, Janice. Here. When you get elite coaches, you'll get elite football. Yeah. And you'll get footballers not playing without fear. Now. Our women's football, when you start talking about that, where's this money coming from? Because it's not going to come from fans. Well, in terms of Barcelona, they have been getting unbelievable attendances at the uh, at the new camp. So I'm guessing that it, it probably has, but I don't know. But what it needs to do is stand on its own two feet. And that kid, it, I think she's absolutely done. Can they show us the data that well, these fans are paying? Again, what I the pain, did, what the pain in the in, in in the ground for the men's football. Again, I did say that on my Facebook pages. I know what the attendances that's what I are. Say. Let's I don't look. Want to football. I want to beat. Hundred percent. Again, that's what I want to beat. Hundred percent. I'm not trying to say it. Hundred percent. And I said it's great showing us the attendances. Let's have a look at the gate receipts, and yeah. that that is the acid test. It does need to stand on. Show us the data. Show us the data. Absolutely, 100%. But I did catch up with uh, Alan Hudson in our latest Alan Hudson's American Adventure. And Udo talked about the recent Euros. He talked about uh, Serena Wiegmann. And we did start off by talking about Kira Walsh. Serbian media. Now, there's a girl that played, for me, she was the player of the tournament, plays in a similar position to Declan, but she's by far and away, in my opinion, a greater player than Declan Rice. Kira Walsh, I think she is. Whenever she gets the ball out, okay, physically it's a different game. Up against the one-on-one, she will get nowhere near Declan because of his physical presence, etc. But when you're looking at that eye for the pass, the way that her brain looks at the game, she takes the ball on the half turn, she's looking, she's always looking to prod positive balls through. She was a girl that played the ball through to Ella Toon that scored the goal against Germany in in the final. But she was doing that throughout the tournament. And her philosophy is totally different. She was the player that held the midfield together. She wasn't a defensive midfield player. She was a proper midfield player. It was almost like watching football back in the 70s when we had Mavericks playing proper footballers. Well, it's strange. Uh, I'll talk about watching Matter of the Day last night and I watched uh, 
the highlights of the Leeds game and uh, they got a fella that plays on the left wing called uh, when he's good he's good and his name's Harrison yeah good player and uh, when he's good, I mean, in a good team, if, if someone like Manchester United had him, he would be a good player because he plays as a left winger, not like Rashford. You never know what he's going to do. But mm. the girl's left winger was almost as if it was his twin sister. Yeah, Lauren Imp. She was absolutely incredible. She didn't really have, she wasn't seen much in the final. In fact, I wondered if she played half the time. Yeah. But she was absolutely she was wonderful throughout. And she was getting the ball. She was coming back and getting it. She was taking the full back on, whipping crosses in. And I see Harrison hit a couple of crosses in last night. And that was exactly what she was doing in it. So they do watch the men's game and they they improve the game. And, uh, you know, there's always going to be the argument of men playing women. Of course, the men will beat the women because of the physicality of the game. But uh, they're certainly not better players. Serbian media. Listen, you know I've argued with Simon Stamen about women's football. Yeah. And I like it. What I won't do now is the wokeness. I don't really, a lot of, I switch it all up, not switch the the game off. I just switch the sound up because I don't want to listen to them. It's just repetitive stuff, what they've been told to say. Yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing that I don't like in it. I don't like the comparison with the men's game. Forget the men's game. It's a different game. Forget about any of them compared. Let's just talk about the women's game and what they're doing. And let's move on. Let's watch it for for, for what we want what to it? watch it for. The skill and the ability that they've got on the ball. And guys, you can access that recent podcast with Alan Hudson, Alan Hudson's American Adventure on all the usual podcast outlets. So uh, thanks to Alan for that. And we are going to be going out with the uh, tales that Mavericks tell. And Udi tells a wonderful story too about a, an under 23 too that he went on. It's absolute pucker top draw and what was also top draw is my big magic moment and it was uh, Vakun Bayo I hope I've pronounced his name right he's goal for Watford against Rotherham and we're going full circle to volleys how difficult was that strike because he took that ball probably waist height if you don't time it right yep you don't time it but when he took that waist height Look where his body is. Absolutely. It was phenomenal, it's wasn't it? With his leg up. Yep. So it's in line. Yep. When you're facing a vo- when you're facing the goal to hit a volley, yep. you let the ball drop. Yes. Right? When you're giving your leg up, right? If you you have your body has to be parallel with your leg. And that's why it's timed it and hit it perfect. You know. This is I listen to these on television and they, they make me laugh and I think to myself, what are they on about? Explain it better than what if you are, when you shoot it at the goal, if you lean back, we all know this, the ball's going to go high. Yeah. Right? If you, hit your, if you hit the ball under, under uh, if, you hit the, if you get your foot under the ball, right, it will go high. Right? If you get to the byline and whip it down, the ball will stay in. Yeah. If you're going to cross from an angle and you don't catch it right, the ball will go out. When I keep telling everybody, when we get elite managers in this country, then we'll get elite football. We've got elite football by foreign managers. I told you about uh, Graham Potter when he took over Brighton. It had nothing to do yep. with uh, Chris Hughton being English. And he has done, what he's done for Brighton, phenomenal. Now, what did I write last week? 
I wrote last week or the day that uh, Potter would get a chance of a top four manager's job. Once he gets that, what he's going to be able to do is handle the elite players. And if he can do that, he becomes elite manager. Hopefully he will, because again, another manager that you identified very early was Mikel Arteta. And you're absolutely spot on. And you can look at the changes in Arsenal. It's it's as clear as it's as clear as day, isn't it? I mean, Arsenal under Arteta have got an identity. Under Arteta, they play on the front foot. Under Arteta, they're a different beast. And he looks to be a bright, elite young manager that you said he would be. Yeah, you said he would be. And I told you all about Ten Hag. You're all over the map. Well, he hasn't been managing the Premier League. Yep. I've looked at him. I looked at the football they played. Mm. Right? He, he's, he's strong enough to say, Ronaldo's not playing. He's strong enough to sit back, analyse the players he's got. This Tony, this Tony is, going to, is it Tony? Anthony, whatever his name is. Yes, Anthony. He's going to be, he's going to be a hell of a player. Mm. Hell of a player. Is it right at Man United? No. I could have had Arsenal to finish higher than Tottenham because I've been telling Simon Stamen long enough, but he won't listen to me. Right? I think he's started to, to, to understand what I've been saying. So I give him a chance. To, he could have Tottenham. Don't underestimate Manchester United. Yeah. Or can I? Where do you think United will finish this season now? Top under four. Top four, yeah. Top four. Who have you got to win it? Man City. What, 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 they've got. They can score for many. They score. Listen, if they fetch that goalkeeper out, yeah, or went up for every corner, mm. nine times a, nine times out of ten, he'll get a goal. Yeah, right. They'll get one goal. So they can score for many every position. Yeah. Then they go and buy the greatest striker around at this moment in time. Mm. Now, will they have blips? Of course they'll have blips. Uh, but how can you see anybody beating? They've got the elite manager of all elite managers. Yeah. And I like Plop. I like Plop. I love the way our Liverpool play football. I mean, they've had, they've had a bad start this year. Mm. But like I said, when I told you, that was a big mistake, that Marnie uh, scenario. But, you know, there's got to be more to it. Yeah. You know, had he fallen out, had Marnie fallen out with Salah? Because I know there's a bit of friction when I watched him play. Has he fallen out with uh, Plop or Klopp falling out with him? Thirty-five million pound for a thirty-one-year-old, thirty-year-old. Mm. It's a lot of money, you know. But when you're selling that type of player, you've got to be make sure that Liverpool is fetching that type of player in, or they'll fall. They'll fall by the wayside, like Man United done after Fergie, like Liverpool did for years after the uh, Bob Paisley era and all them, uh, and Leeds United did, and Fotis did after Cluffy. Uh, you know what? Puffy started to fail when, when the Premier League came in, didn't he? Yeah, he, he had the money. Yeah. He had the money. But it's not rocket science. When you when for me it's not. I can analyse it, watch what they're gonna do, how they're gonna do it, and I said, right, he'll, he'll be a manager. And I still and I still think Cooper will keep Forrest up this year. Another manager identified. The the the, 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 the problem is the fetch nineteen players in. And it's a good. I think that's a good thing because he's down to the manager, get the best out of him. Mm-hmm. But did he did he need nineteen players, and who's fetching them in? Yep. You know, Tuchel, uh, new manager come in, a new owners come in. They always want to fetch the old manager in. They've given me. Uh, for me, I think Tuchel's wanted to get the sack because he doesn't. Obviously, I don't think he likes the owners because 
the elite managers never, ever, ever uh, criticise the team. They might criticise the player, but they don't criticise the team. Yeah. And he's criticised the team. I, and I, I said to you about when he went that to Lukaku. He's not Lukaku's type of manager. Yeah. And why he, he, they've bought him, I don't know. If Chelsea, if Chelsea hadn't sacked their managers, how many world-class players could they have bought? Oh, it's unbelievable. The Compensation, t- what they're about to pay out. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 you know, the turnaround in managers at Chelsea is quite ridiculous. It's Why was everybody think that, you know, sacking Tuchel is a shock? Well, it isn't because if you're looking at the track record of, of Chelsea from the Abramovich uh, takeover, exactly. that, that's, the, that's what they've done. You can be a manager yeah, since yeah. Abramovich has been in charge. Yeah, yeah. Right, up to him leaving, mm. and now we've got the new owners in. How many managers have been there for longer than three years? I don't think there's one that's been longer than three years. I mean, possibly Mourinho first time around. How long did he last? Two, maybe three years, a bit longer. I'm not sure. Yeah. Without looking at the records, I don't know. But they do seem to change their managers very rapidly when it starts to go wrong for them. But to think that the amount of trophies that won in that time with the management turn turnaround is is quite incredible but it looks as though hopefully now they'll get some stability a bright young manager in Graham Potter he'll uh, he'll hit the ground running and he'll be another he has young... to win though oh absolutely he does he has yeah. to win 100 percent he has to he has to hit that ground running and he's got to keep on it all the time it's very difficult at that level he's going to the most dangerous club to be sacked without a doubt without a shadow of a doubt but let's hope that he can because that will be another well, I think he will. look at his football he plays and yeah. he doesn't you know he doesn't criticize the club he doesn't criticize the um players mm. right so end of the day it, it, it's it. he's done absolutely brilliant Brilliant, and he, I, I watch a manager. And a couple of games, I think, was a he's a big chance, a big chance. What a goal! Which are you, one? Are you watching that? Um, no, I mean teaching because obviously they're watching, they have, they're watching match and they have um, sound up. Like, it, look, it looks like it. it looks like Sarney for um, for Bayern Munich. Munich. He's pulled the ball out of the sky, gone around the goalkeeper, and. Uh, just rolled it in the back of the net. Absolutely. I've just, men- I've just, I've just mentioned him, didn't I? What a bad sell that was by, by Liverpool. But no, not Marnie, not Marnie Sarney. Oh, my God, they're going to disallow the bloody thing. I'll give up, TC. Let's move on to the book corner because I can't be having all these brilliant goals and they keep disallowing them. I don't know what's going on in football now. The game's absolutely gone. Oh, by Munich Sarney, the winger. Yeah, but it's... Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's been disallowed. I just give up these days. I, I I just like to watch a game, see a great goal, and it doesn't go to VAR, and it just it just stands as a goal because I want to watch goals like that all the time. It's absolute quality, top draw. Book corner in association with myfootballbooks.com. Uh, first off this week is um, the beautiful team by Samindra Kunti. I hope I've spelt his na- or pronounced his name right. And it's I read the- that <laughs> you wouldn't get that on the BBC or Talk Sport. But it's the inside story of the world's greatest. You don't get great- that right, by the way. 
you can get yourself in trouble. Absolutely. To listen to the rest of this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media or just follow the links in the description. Thank you.